My name is Deborah. My name is Monica Grace. This is Whose We Are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord God, thank you that we can gather here in your name and just use this platform to inspire people, to touch lives, Lord God. And I pray, Father, that you bring the right people to this episode so that they can take something, a word of wisdom, Lord God. Let it not be us speaking, Father, but your spirit through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, what are we talking about today? Um, talking about something that I think most Christians are really going through in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're really coming into that relationship with God and you're spending more time in your word, and then you start feeling like, okay, now with me and God, is there room for other people in this space? Mm. And you become like so engulfed in your relationship with God that it just feels very isolated. Mm. So just speaking on that. Yeah. I think for me, the number one area where I see it the most is at work. At work, mm. I'm just like, the especially because I work in a corporate setting, a lot of the ways to connect, to get to know people has to do with drinking, going out, doing all of these things. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. So how am I going to build these connections and have people really feel like, you know, I'm going outside of my way to build connections if I'm not participating in the activities everyone is participating in? Or even when I do participate, it's like, okay, let's say I go to happy hour, but I don't drink. It's like everybody already looks at you like, mm, you know, unless they feel like you have a justifiable reason to not drink, not drink. It just feels very much like you can tell, you know? Yeah, there's a difference because mm-hmm. now they feel like, oh, it's like they're drinking, but they're really drinking out of like something more than just mm-hmm. a happy hour. Like, it's okay to be like, okay, you went to a happy hour, you had one drink, mm-hmm. but you guys are like drinking to really get drink. drunk. Yeah. And it's like, that's not what I'm trying to Part do. of like the Christian lifestyle, really. Yeah. So, and then it, you, you're forced to be kind of isolated in that situation. Mm-hmm. I see that for sure. Um, There were times where it's like, okay, I'm going to go out, like you said, because I can Mm -hmm. have one drink, I can have wine, or I can have nothing. But I saw that, no, these people are not trying to like, oh, you know, it feel a little good. It's like, no, we're drinking. We're really, you know, trying to have a good time. And then so when I stopped going outside to things, or even a lot of the times, like my um, work experience, I have been fasting Basically, the whole time I've been working. Mm. So that's another thing. It's like, oh, you're always fasting. Like, girl, which fast are you doing now? You're always fasting. It's always something that is making you other from other people. And it's not even on purpose. It's like, okay, God told me I can't go out to eat for two months. If that's the only way that they interact, that we hang out, it's like, okay, then I'm not really getting as close to people because I'm not going out, you know? Or if it's like, okay, I am going out, but... I'm doing the Daniel fast. It's like, okay, I can barely eat anything. It's just like, I feel so set apart in that setting because a lot of the instructions that God gives me is opposite of what's natural to that environment. But recently I kind of been reconciling with, that's why God wanted me here. There's a reason why I'm in this environment because it's like, even if everything around you looks opposite of you, I'm still called to be the light in that situation and to not allow my environment to change who I am or who I'm being called to be. Mm, yeah, That is so good because actually reading Luke 
And like multiple times, Jesus mentioned that as Christians, we're called to be that up up front thing. And mm-hmm. like if you're a Christian, you know, or just like you know, you're getting to know God, you're following Christ and all this stuff, is like you are called to stand out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that a lot of Christians have to reconcile, but it's mm-hmm. like not standing out in the way that the world glorifies. They're mm-hmm. standing out and being like this person that's like, yeah, I'm the life of the party. It's like, no, you're not called to be the life of the party. You're called to be a light mm-hmm. in the world. And sometimes that light honestly hangs by itself. Like a yeah. light picture, it hangs by itself, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing where it's like, yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. You know, you are called to stand out in a way that people are not necessarily fully understanding, mm-hmm. you know, your lifestyle or mm-hmm. your morals or your how you navigate things Mm -hmm. but that brings a light into them you know maybe looking at a situation like oh like let me try to understand this person Mm -hmm. why they are the way they are and Mm -hmm. I always see them and they're always so happy they're always Mm -hmm. so gracious they're always Mm -hmm. so loving you know and but I would think with such a restricted lifestyle Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't be that way that they would be unhappy that they would but it's like you are living unrestricted lifestyle and you're still not happy you know and sometimes that serves to actually help people you know understand uh what it is to follow God or get closer to God or like make them see other like a life in another way you know a lot of times and we look at that as oh like God is isolating me from Mm -hmm. people but what he's actually doing is just showing his glory within that situation and Mm -hmm. it's so interesting of you know, we are not called to be worldly and God reminds us of that, that we, we are in the world, but we're not supposed to be like of the world or camouflaging and things are not supposed to be natural to us. The things of the world are not supposed to be natural to us. But the real thing is that we still have to navigate those spaces and we're still human beings and human beings have that desire to be accepted and Mm -hmm. to be loved, Mm -hmm. you know, in, that's just how we are. That's how we're wired, yeah. you know? And I can definitely relate to that experience of, you know, fasting or always doing something. And it just looks like, you know, this person's just being extra, Yeah, you know, like this person is just being extra with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're always doing something like it got to a point where like, you know, before we go out to eat, it's like, oh, are you fasting? <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah. you know, like they have to check in with you to be like, okay, this is the outlier person. Yeah. Let's just check in with like what they have going on right yes. now. Yes. You know, and it does, it, it's so interesting, like mm. how God will really make, turn things out in those situations. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, I always felt like if I really more so embraced myself as a Christian in every aspect of my life, even when I'm around so many um, unbelievers or people that aren't really strong in their faith, mm-hmm. that I would be like I would be ostracized. Yeah. You know, but in fact, I feel like yeah, you are ostracized in a mm-hmm. way where you know people don't want to really hear your viewpoints or they yeah. don't really you know, resonate with how you view things because you're viewing things based off the Bible, not Mm -hmm. yourself. But actually, it just, for me, it just makes me feel like, I don't know, like I'm actually being accepted for who I am. If you're not accepting me, fine. If you Mm -hmm. are accepting me, I feel even better than Mm -hmm. wearing a false, you know, sense of, you know, we're friends or we're getting closer, but it's like, you don't even know, really mm-hmm. know me because to know me is to know Christ. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> to know me is to know Christ. Yeah. That's true. That's so true. That's so true. And I think about 
um, what you said about standing out, for me, it's something I literally hate, especially in the workplace. But God, it'll be like, like I can use a small example. Every single time there's like an important thing where I have to be in the office, that happens to be the time where I change my hair to something drastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, why? Like I have red hair right now. You think I'm trying to go into the office with red hair? Girl, you were the same one telling me, like, no, like, if you want to do something with your hair, just do it, even if it's a corporate setting. And I'm, like, telling you, like, girl, like, no. Yeah. Like, no. Especially as a black woman. Yeah. I, you know what? I think because my previous kind of job situation that I had, it was not a reflection of how the real world is. Mm. So I also had a false pretense of, like, oh, no, like, even though I know in theory that black women are always ostracized for their hair, I never internally felt that thing of like, okay, when I walk in, immediately my perception is going to be shifted based off of how my hair looks. So and I didn't internalize that as much, but at my job now, it's like, and I'm always late. And it's like, I don't go into work late. So it's like, why is it the day where it matters? I just dropped the ball and God had to remind me, it's like the grace went before you. Like mm-hmm. I didn't go into the door. The grace went before me. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm late, God opened that door for me. That's mm-hmm. why I'm there. So there's, it's nothing I can do to prove, you know, my intelligence to prove whatever it is. Like I can feel very insecure because this is so opposite of who I am. But really, God went before me. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing I can do to mess up that opportunity or to make it better. So it's like, I just have to show up in the ways that I'm showing up and allow God to do the rest. No, that is true. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like God puts us in certain places, not because we necessarily fit that dynamic or we fit the society or we fit the community that we're in. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it's like he has to bring someone that's an outlier into those situations. And that's why he opened the door for you. Mm -hmm. Not because this is your perfect fit in a situation. And Mm -hmm. even... Like, I can definitely even relate to feeling like, okay, God does something that just makes you stand out. And so a lot of times it's not necessarily in a way that's good. Yeah. But it's because I think that God wants to kind of also strengthen our, I guess, like, sense of self mm-hmm. and sense of self-assurance to know that, like, the moment that you are looking for other people's validation or the moment that you're looking to fit in, mm-hmm. you're no longer focused on the assignment. Ooh. So you cannot be doing that. Like God is like, yeah, you cannot be trying to be so close to these people, be so much friends mm-hmm. of them that you're willing to sacrifice or compromise parts of your Christianity mm-hmm. to fit into the mold. And that's why God will constantly do things that's like, okay, yeah, like I'm not on this pedestal. Yeah. I'm not on this <laughs> thing with y'all. Like I'm definitely standing out and y'all know me to be the person that is the oddball out Mm -hmm. so that when things are presented and I'm acting in a space where I'm acting based off of the word of God or I'm acting Mm -hmm. based off of God's guidance Mm -hmm. it's not gonna be shaking up for me to now be like oh my god what are they gonna think but it's like you know what honestly I don't even care what y'all think anymore Mm. because I have never fit into your group Group, I have never been a part of this and Mm. I definitely relate with Oh, like throughout my life, I never felt like I fit into any space. Even if I am friends with people in that space or in that environment, I always felt very different. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that, you know, a lot of times 
people of God always feel like that they do yeah. feel different even if it's not expressed everyone else looks at them as like no you fit in yeah. you fit in they know that there's something in their spirit yes. that doesn't fit into a situation especially when that situation is very reflective of worldly world, things yeah. and it could even be in church yeah like I've even yeah. experienced that in church of literally mm-hmm. feeling like okay this is supposed to be the place that we all you know mm-hmm. everyone comes in everyone feels accepted everyone mm-hmm. feels welcomed but actually I felt like oh I don't really fit into this situation, you know, as much as I thought I would, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that God has a purpose in that and God, you know, builds us up for the character that he knows that we need for whatever assignment that he's going to give us. And he knows like if he's called us out to be in the world and to go out in the world and do things, he knows that we cannot necessarily identify with the things that are going on. We're not supposed to be able to identify. Like sometimes we really do feel like an alien. Like I do Mm -hmm. feel like an alien (laughs) and it's like, it is true. But the question is, how do you cope with it? Mm. How do I, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I think, which is a bad coping method. So don't mm-hmm. listen to what I'm about to say. But for me, I just got comfortable in like my own like space and my own company because it's like, okay, yeah, I can be sitting here like, wow, you know, I wish I was going out with these people. Like they're strengthening their relationships, all this stuff. Like I'm missing out on that experience. Or I can stay home and be like, how can I do something that's fulfilling to me right now and pours back into me, you know? Because at the end of the day, what I realized too was when I did compromise myself and do things that's like, okay, this is not necessarily natural to me or it's not in alignment with God's word, but I'm just doing it because I'm a human being and I want to, you know, build connection and all that. I would feel so bad about myself after. And then I'm like, yeah, that guilt is not worth it. It's different if I do it and it's like, okay, I genuinely enjoy it, even though it's not good. Then it's like, okay, I repent out of like, you know, knowing that that's not what I was supposed to do. But the fact that even outside of the repentance part, I genuinely don't even feel good about myself having done something that I didn't really fully want to do and feeling like that was a waste of my time. It's like, okay, if I can put up with the discomfort of, you know, feeling alone or isolated or lonely, whatever that um, set apart feeling invokes in me, it's temporary. For the long term, it's like, it's going to be so much more rewarding and I just try to use those moments to do something for myself. Um, but I think the only reason why I said, oh, this is a... Because ne- that's not necessarily inherently bad. But in terms of, like, if that happens uh, frequently, it becomes a thing of, like, you know, I'm only isolating myself. I'm only within my own company, which is also not good. I think it's so important to find community of like-minded people. Like, that really changes the game because... You are set apart, but then you're around other people that are also set apart, you know? Like, even during this time, it's like, okay, we're both fasting. If I was by myself, like, where I normally am in, um, where I normally live and everything, it'll be like, wow, this girl, you're doing this crazy thing. Nobody else understands. It's like, okay, God told me to do this thing. But now it's like, okay, we're both doing it together. Like, we're both set apart, <laughs> you know? That's true. So I think it's really helpful to be in community of like-minded people, even if they're not necessarily doing all the time what God has specifically asked you to do in that moment, whatever that assignment is. At least they understand. Like, you feel understood. And that's mm. the thing that I feel that when I was more so wanting validation from the world and things like that, 
what used to upset me was that at the end of the day, I still didn't feel understood. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the point? Like, yeah, I'm around people, like you said, and I feel different. And the difference is because I don't feel understood. It's like everybody's looking at something through this mindset or through this lens. I'm like, yeah, I genuinely don't agree, but I don't feel comfortable saying I don't agree because the reason I don't agree is really because God just said that's a no for me, you know? Yeah. And it's like everybody's not going to understand that to that same extent, but when you're around other people that I do understand, it makes it easier. And even at times where it's like, okay, it's something that you struggle with, but you know that it's a principle of God, but you're still internally struggling. When you're around like-minded believers and people that are just as secure or more secure in who they are in God, it also helps you to be like, okay, you know, this is not it. You're not going to accept those parts of yourself. Exactly. That other people, if they if they have embraced that lifestyle, yes. they'll be like, no, girl, accept yeah, it. That's it, fine. That's who you are. Exactly. A perfect example I would give is I remember um, going back to like the porn addiction I was seeing. I, I said it to one of my friends who was also a believer, but she was just like, I don't think God has a problem with that. And I'm like, oh like I know it's something I'm struggling with and it's like I'm letting you know but it's not necessarily to get your affirmation because I know God doesn't want me to do that thing so me telling you and you being like oh yeah like if I was younger in my spiritual maturity I would then continue in in that thing and just be okay with it when it's like no God does not want that for me yeah yeah no you have to really be careful but I also think like the more you embrace yourself and who God's called you to be it's like the more you can find that community you know if you are hiding that thing within yourself you know that light is not meant to be hidden and it's hard to find that and if you really do you know focus on having that genuine you know I guess approach Mm -hmm. to your lifestyle with God Mm -hmm you know, you will be able to find more people like you. It's mm-hmm. like, how do all these people find this, their weird communities that they find themselves in? That's you true. know, like, oh, people have a nudist community. They have <laughs> a vegan community. They have all this stuff. But if you're a secret vegan or you're That's a secret true. nudist, you're never going to find your people. That's you know, so, so you really need to let your freak flag or whatever, yeah, just quote fly. unquote. But like, you need to let your who you really are shine through. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what holds a lot of us back is because we're afraid that if we show up as our authentic selves, we won't be accepted, you know? And then to your point of like, you know, focusing on things that you like to do. I just, in my, when you were saying, I just thought about like, okay, what about the extroverts? You know, Mm. what about the people that find themselves, you know, being like, I love to be around people. Mm -hmm. I'm recharged when I am around people. I Mm -hmm. get my energy from people, you know, and the people that I find myself around is like, I can't necessarily change my location. Like, Mm -hmm. this is just what it is. is. And now I'm in a space where I'm around and I don't feel like I have that many people Mm -hmm. around me, you know, like that can understand or that want to do these things like now it's like oh I love maybe before when you were in the world you love to party you love mm-hmm. to go out you love to have a good time all mm-hmm. this stuff you don't necessarily like being at home and reflecting and doing all these things it's like how do you now transform that energy as a believer you know but it's like it's still you still have to go out and do your due diligence of finding your community mm-hmm. and that's why fellowship is so yeah, important it's like thing. you have to fellowship you mm-hmm. know even when you don't really necessarily find like you do because you can feel ostracized 
even among believers. Be- believers. Mm-hmm. But if you do find that, you will be able to have that common ground mm-hmm. and you will able to stir up that thing of like, okay, you know what? If I see this as a deficit in my life, I need to find that solution. Yeah. You know, I'm going to find a solution of, you know, maybe... I'm going to head the ministry of singles and do all these things and create events that we can all go to as Mm -hmm. Christian singles in my church and all this stuff, you know, so that you can definitely not feel that that being ostracized because some people can handle it and some people genuinely can't because that is their personality. You know, they're not wired to for for to be by themselves. I mean, no one really is wired to be completely alone. alone. That's just like how human nature is, but mm-hmm. some people do well with being by themselves and like just sitting at home reading and mm-hmm. doing all those, you know, things. But mm-hmm. I will say there is a balance of, you know, God, I feel like as I just think this is just my thing. I mm-hmm. think every believer has to definitely go on their own isolated journey with God. For sure. Like if you look at anyone in the Bible, they're going to have an isolated journey of mm-hmm. this, of having God for themselves and having that foundation with God. Yeah. Because your relationship with God, yes, it is, you know, community, but it also is very much individual yeah, as well. For sure. So you definitely will have that time of isolation of growing and having spiritual maturity mm-hmm. or whatever. God will definitely set you apart before himself to spend that personal time with with him him for himself and that is a time that if you are extroverted you might feel lonely in that but you're gonna come out not being not being cuffed to the you know crowd as you were before but it will be a different way of you know you're i guess this is adding to you but it's not the source it's not gonna be your source like you'll be able to kind of figure out a way to balance that part of yourself and mm-hmm. make it come out for God's glory. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing. Like you said, it's that fellowship, that community. It just takes a little more intentionality and it takes a little bit more work because things like a Christian patent sip, it's not as a mainstream. Like you mm. really have to go outside of your way to, to find, find activities. Things. Yeah. So, but it's definitely possible. Like there's no, it's no like, there's no Christian extroverts. Like that's not true. There's other people that are like that, but it's harder to find them a hundred percent. You think so? I feel like there's a lot of Christian extroverts. That's what I just said. I'm saying oh, that okay. it's, it's not like there's such thing as like no Christian extroverts. Yeah, like yeah. there are definitely a bunch of Christians that are extroverted, that are, you know, similar. Like there's, there's a community for everyone. Like you said, if there's yeah. a nudist community, we're not going to sit here and say there's no, you know, young, cool, turn christian women men whatever like there's community for you but i will say it does take a lot more effort to do that and even to your point about feeling ostracized amongst believers i also kind of used to have that thing like there are many times where i was put it's so funny because i'm the introverted one so god literally has to put me into a space of like okay yeah i'm gonna bring the people to you because clearly you're not gonna go out and find Mm. them you know but even in that i would still feel ostracized but now when i go um, back home and i'm gonna try to find that community i'm gonna challenge myself if i do feel like it's a space where people are not being authentic people are not being genuine like i'll just say something crazy just to see like what is the response gonna be you know of like not something crazy in the sense of like something that's not true something that just off like causes people or forces people to be real you know so i think that's going to be like my personal challenge especially if it's 
I already struggle with like being vulnerable, being authentic. Mm. That would genuinely be something that's like, okay, if I'm trying to find my people, my community of believers, I can't do that if everyone is just trying to put their best face forward because that's something I'm trying to uncuff from. Yeah, you, you know? do have to look at the fruits of what people are producing, even when you're like, you can't be so desperate for the acceptance mm-hmm. that then, like, the standard is low. Yeah. You know, like, I like that you said, like, okay, yeah, I'm going to say these things. Mm-hmm. Like, even with, like, okay, having the friend that's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I struggle with a porn addiction. They're like, oh, that's not a problem. Then you kind of know, like, okay, yeah, like, we, we're friends. But, but we can't, you if can't be is, in the... If that's the consensus of everyone in that community. It's that like, can't be it. you kind of know, like, okay, yeah, this isn't... Mm-hmm. Something's not fully right here you know and you know what i had this like kind of visual in my head the other day and i was like god is so funny it's like when you put warm water around other warm water it's just gonna be warm Mm -hmm. even when you put hot water around warm water it's still gonna dilute like the other warm water is gonna get a little bit hotter but the hot water is gonna dilute Mm -hmm. so it's like that same thing in our walk if we're around other people that are lukewarm and we're lukewarm we're not going to get hotter. And the goal isn't to be lukewarm. We don't want God to spit us out. We want to be on fire. So you got to be around other people that are on fire. But at the same time, that process, like we talked about even in our episodes of, of us meeting, it is convicting. But I think the difference with me is like, then you come to a point where you have to be honest. Are you really trying to walk with God or are you still trying to compartmentalize? Because the more you're still trying to compartmentalize and figure it out, which is fine because everybody's on a journey, but it's like God will continue to confront you with those times until you truly make a decision because he doesn't want anyone to be on the fence, you know? So in that process of like, okay, being around other um, believers that you're like, you know, these people are really on fire and I'm really, you know, not on that same level as them. It's like, you have to look at what are the parts of yourself that are feeling uncomfortable and why? And are those parts necessarily something God wants you to keep or that God is like, no, I want you to do away with, you know? Because sometimes people be on fire, but it's hypocritical. So sometimes when your spirit isn't sitting right with it, it's not because it's like, oh, you know, these people are just convicting my life or whatever. It could really be like, you know, are they being true and authentic, you know? hmm Yeah. Yeah. No, that is true. And, like, even a lot of times you could be... I mean, I think to your point of, you know, being around believers and then it being, like, warm, warm situation so, like, nothing's getting hotter, I do think that in that time... That is the perfect time that God will set you apart, you know? And I think about our journey, right? Yes! No, that's so true! <laughs> no, but, like, that's you think so about true. our journey, really think yes. about it. Like, that's... it sounds terrible, no, but, say like, God was slowly picking away people yes. that weren't, like, yes. yeah, that weren't really... Like, it wasn't a benefit for our walk with him. Yeah. Like, whatever he had to do to kind of just, like, okay, yeah, this one, boop, this one, boop, you know, until it was, like, an environment of, like, wow, all of us, like, if you really think about it, it's, like, the first year of, like, college, of, like, you know, being together, Mm -hmm. it was a mix of different people, Mm -hmm. right? And then the next year, it was, like, okay, the people we were really close with, and then Mm -hmm. maybe, like, one odd person, Mm -hmm. and then the next year, it was just, like, okay, that was our year of isolation, of, like, we were both, even though, like, we were both isolated, even yeah. kind of, like, from each other. Yeah. In a sense that, like, we both lived 
by ourselves so, in that yeah. moment and then different things happened but mm-hmm. then eventually we were in a space where it was like okay we were all, all believed. believed but even in that it was like there was a sense of like okay you know the people that are like kind of okay we're a little we're like we're believers yeah. but we're not really going to harden this thing and then it was like okay let's try to implement you know we're all christians and yeah. i remember saying the thing of like how are we all christians but there's no nothing fellowship. in our mm-hmm. in our gathering that's showing that we're christians yeah. we're navigating this roommate situation as yeah. if it's normal there's no distinction of us yeah. being all in christ so like yeah. we're not coming together we're not fellowshipping in the morning we're not doing all these things and no. then eventually it was like okay you know where we were at no and then so that yeah i definitely no i'm like saying that. no for me i definitely think god set me apart i think i needed to be i needed to get the lesson immediately i think there was a mixture of things that was happening with you i do no but i because i was in a situation where i was being tested and i wasn't i wasn't keen I to feel, god's word oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it with the whole like romantic situation i was mm-hmm. in like that's why i was like Okay, you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you apart in this situation. And I'm thinking, oh God, you're making it easier for me. Yeah. But it was God was really trying to show me, like, no, you need to sit and listen to mm-hmm. me. You know. Mm-hmm. So actually, in that time of me being by myself a lot, I actually really grew a lot in God, and it kind of sparked my journey really going deeper because I started being like, yeah, God, I don't know how to do. Like, I thought I knew how to do this thing that I was doing. But I really don't know. And that was just for that one situation of, like, the romantic situation. But then it slowly became everything. It's like, okay, my housing situation. Okay, like, over time, Mm. it then became, like, yeah, I need to invite God into every single part of my life. But you know what's so funny now that I think about it? Like, all of us that are living in that, we're living in that apartment at the end of, like, us having roommates. Like, now none of us really like live with each other anymore like we're mm-hmm. all like doing our own thing mm-hmm. but if you look at it like everyone had their journey of isolation yeah. after the experience of all living together yeah you know and i think it was that thing of like god was seeing how okay he created an opportunity for us to fellowship yeah. but because we all weren't really as strong or we were just like not it was no sign yeah. like the fruits were not there. bearing yeah. the fruits of us saying that we were followers of christ were mm-hmm. not bearing when we came together like if two things come together that are hot it's supposed to be hot powerful mm-hmm. you know but it wasn't that and i think about it now and i'm like oh yeah all of us definitely like you're right all of us definitely went on our own thing mm-hmm. and then are now like getting closer to God because at the end of the day it's me, myself, and God. Yeah. You know, it's like it's me, myself, and I, me, myself, and God. Yeah. And we have to go on that journey, journey. now. Yeah. You know? And I actually think the more that we go on that journey, God will bring another situation for all of us to be together and really show his glory. No, yes. God, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, God, his premise is always to bring people together and I yeah. realized that like if, and that was something that I really took away from the conference that we went to mm-hmm. um, is that you know, buy one grape can't make a wine. Yes. You cannot make a wine with one grape. Mm. You have to come together in order to do anything. Mm-hmm. And even when I was reading Luke, Jesus sent them out two by two, two yeah. to go do his gospel and go do his work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not Jesus. Like, even yeah. Jesus didn't stand alone to do his ministry. Yeah. Jesus did his ministry with, with his disciples. People. He had you moments know? where he would isolate he had moments where he would withdraw he had moments even when it was like okay instead of the 12 it's gonna be two Mm -hmm. it's gonna be one but it was like overall in order to establish the kingdom and to disciple and teach and spread the gospel which is our mandate 
he was with people. He was always with people. Mm-hmm. Like, he was always with people. So, you know, even in that sense, it's like, you are going to be isolated, but that is a temporary season. Yeah. You know, and Jesus' isolation seasons were temporary for him as well. Yeah. But a majority of the time, you are called to find your people. You are called to do things with your with people and have purpose partners Mm -hmm. where you are able to do that but you are going to find yourself feeling isolated in certain situations Mm -hmm. you know and yeah like I I was thinking about something that you were saying of being with believers and I remember how like I had went to your church and Mm -hmm. I was like really like you know doing the bible study with you and Mm -hmm. your church was leading the bible study and I remember like for them they were like yeah we don't really believe in like a certain kind of fasting Mm -hmm. and I remember just being like (laughs) <laughs> you know and those are situations that you can find yourself in and feeling like yeah. okay like i'm i really do love this this group of christians but honestly like god is calling me to, to do, do my this. journey with him differently yeah. because for them they don't believe in a food fasting they don't mm-hmm. believe in a they believe their fasting should be them just doing good things for people mm-hmm. which is like yes that's what god wants us to do when we're fasting but there is a certain spiritual bondage that's yeah. broken off of you when you deprive yourself of worldly things yeah you know and it's like sometimes you're gonna find yourself in the midst of people and you're not necessarily gonna always like agree and i think mm-hmm. that's the thing of even being among people like you but still feeling different yes. but that difference is actually maybe god tugging on your heart mm-hmm. to actually share mm-hmm. what you what god is telling you yeah. you know i mean you have to have discernment to know what god's telling you what he's not what what you to share and what not to share yeah but a lot of times that's a discernment to say like okay what if god brought you in this situation because there is a way that they're doing things that's but not. you are the divine disruptor yeah. in that god yeah. is calling you to disrupt the situation even if it's among believers yeah. so in anything embrace where god has you embrace the, mm-hmm. the situation and know that you you know, it's a temporary feeling. And even though it can really suck and you're going to go through that thing of feeling lonely, you're going to go mm-hmm. through that thing of feeling misunderstood. You like, it's hard. Like mm-hmm. being, everyone wants to be understood. Everyone wants to be validated. Yeah. But God is really, through even this time in my life, I know that God's taking me on a process of only really getting my validation from mm-hmm. him and from people that I know it's him speaking through, through them, yeah. you know, and it's hard. And I'm not going to, I'm not even fully there yet. I'm yeah. not even going to say like, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm 80% there and it's like I see myself every day but I love that the Holy Spirit definitely catches me he's like you're doing that out of validation you're doing that to you know gain approval from this person Mm -hmm. and you need to stop you know so that there's gonna be a time where I'm called to really stand on God's word Mm -hmm. even when people don't like I've had situations in the office where people are asking me about abortion Mm -hmm. and I have to be like am I gonna say what I know is not gonna make make other people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. or am I really gonna stand on what God is telling me and in that moment i'm like you know what (laughs) yes it's not right (laughs) and you You really want to ask me like it's not right and then it was so crazy in the situation the girl the girl was literally saying like oh i had an abortion yeah and i was like but you know she took that so well she didn't take it in a way that's like okay because for me, I try to express it with as much love mm-hmm. and grace as I could, yeah. but not compromise. Even though I do, I feel like I did compromise a little bit, but I realized that me in that situation, like that was, I was mixing my ideology of life and human experience with my the ideology of God. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, I can't do, do that. that. Like I have to stand on what God says. And I was like, oh, you know, like obviously I don't make the laws, mm-hmm. but I do think abortion is not something people should be doing. But in actuality, if I did have a chance 
says to make the laws, I should make it reflect what God wants. Yeah, that's something I definitely, definitely struggle with. And I feel like I have been getting better too, but it's still hard. Like, I definitely take that, like, plead the fifth in the sense of like, um, I don't know what I think, but God thinks. But it's like, that's still being like, mm, if God thinks it and you're believing that the word of God is true and that's what you think too. Even if it's not a hundred percent what you feel, I think that's what you stand on. That's the principle that you're living mm-hmm. your life, you know? But I think for me, it worries me sometimes because I'm like, okay, I don't want people to hold me to this standard because what if I fall, whatever the case may yeah. be, then it looks like. But because of that, God has put me in situations to consistently, like, almost fall, but still, like, get back up. Like, I was talking about with the fasting. I'm like, yeah, you know, everybody's, like, asking me all these questions. Like, okay, I have to stand on, like, yeah, you know, God's telling me to try this thing, eating plant-based, juicing, all of that. And, like, they were saying all these things. And then I was like, I had a really hard week. I'm like, no, I'm going to indulge. I'm going to eat. Jesus, you're going to have to forgive me. Like, I'm going to eat. And I ordered this huge lobster. I couldn't even eat one bite of that. Let me say something. God, he's not going to let you. He's... Even if, the, even if you ate it, it's not going to taste good. It's it was, not going to sit right in your stomach. Yo, that thing tastes like the... Like, I don't even know. It was the worst thing I ever had in life. I just started laughing. And then when I thought about it, and I think I was even telling someone else, who's not even like a strong believer, but they were like, yeah, everybody else was supposed to be eating that thing, but you weren't. Yeah. That's just the reality. I am set apart. I yeah. just can't do that thing. That's just what it is. And you do have to reconcile with yourself in those moments where, like you said, you want to compromise. Not necessarily compromise, but, like, there's still parts of yourself, your kind of identity, and you wanting to relate. That's, like, ooh, wanting to fight in the middle. No. Yeah. No. no. And I think, yeah. like, when God when God knows that you know better, he expects more from you. Yo, that grace and runs out. No, seriously. And I, I see it because God has yeah. really been convicting me. Yeah. And when I read that scripture, my mom will always say it, but I would just be like, oh, yeah, Which yeah, yeah. Scripture? Like, that's what I was saying. I was talking to you. You know, whoever puts his hand on the plow and looks back oh, is yeah. not worthy of the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, God, in how many ways have I been, you know, Looking like up. taking peeks back? And mm-hmm. I think of like Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. You just look back and we don't even know what was her heart when she looked back mm-hmm. of just saying wow like it could that, have been something wholesome too like her kids her whatever well, i mean i think their kids were with them or who the family not was, kids the family like it could have been something that's like her like, friends or yeah, whoever yeah, like whatever yeah. that was a part of that lifestyle that she mm-hmm. but god knew what was in her heart and that's why he 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 she turned to you know whatever the salt she the salt pillar of salt that she turned into mm-hmm. it's like you know when god is saving you god's calling you a part to save you yeah and when you're kind of like like mm, kind of looking back like you know not like necessarily like you want to die kind of looking back you know not like necessarily like you want to dabble but there's some part of you that still wants to assimilate that still Mm, wants to fit in or that is like you know kind of like resentful towards you having to be singled out i think god is like no like you are not fully allowing him to really mold your heart when you're doing that you know what i'm saying because there's a part of you that's we're like okay yeah i'm doing this thing with you god but i'm kind of upset that i'm the only one doing Doing it and i and i i I feel that way a lot but god is like how dare you how no honestly you know what's funny i was really i think it was yesterday this morning the bible and i literally felt convicted because remember when we came to the revelation that like yeah i'm gonna do this plant-based thing with you right um 
it was in reading Romans 15. And I remember like a part of like, okay, how God was showing me to do this fast was like reading Romans 12, like, you know, offer your body a living sacrifice or gifts, all these things. And then when I read Romans 15 again today, it was like the way it was explaining it, it's like, okay, if food is not a thing for you, but it's a thing for your mm-hmm. brother. Like, do it just out of, like, respect and love. Because it's showing, like, you know, this thing is not more important than the glory of God within, you know, the way that you guys are treating each other. And I remember, like, I thought I was doing this thing, like, oh, I'm helping you out. You mm-hmm. know, food is not a thing for me. But it really ended up being, like, no, I need it too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's even that humility of, like, how dare I be upset as if, this isn't something that's helping me. Like, mm-hmm. it, God asked both of us to do it. It's not about how it came about. Like, me being resentful, it's like, do, did I really do it out of, like, you know, what was my heart posture, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, like, a good check indication you know, that's in that true. moment. There's a lot of things that we think, like, okay, I'm doing this for the sake of, like, God's asking me to do this or this, mm-hmm. this, and this, but I really don't have to. But there's something that maybe God wants to do within yeah. that that we have to open ourselves up to, for, yeah. you know, and just... Like, not have that thing of, like, why woe me? is me? Mm-hmm. Why is me? And mm-hmm. that, so Monica Grace, Mukendi. Yeah. No, I do have, you have that. that. I mean, I, I have that as well. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I don't have that. I do, I do have that. And I think I have that more towards, like, the season of struggle. And I be looking like, God, uh, why do you want me to be struggling? Like, there's even, that person needs to be struggling. They, need, <laughs> they look like they could use a dose of humility in their in life. There, yeah. But it's like. Oh, I was the one that prayed to God and asked for humility. Yeah, I'm the one that, you know, maybe yeah. God knows that, like, mm-hmm. okay, this season, this is the season to build your yeah. character. This yeah. is what's needed for you. Yeah. Why are you worrying about when people have their season? season like, yeah. everyone's going through a different season. You need yeah. to work, focus on yourself. yourself. No, and yeah. it's so funny, like, I think that's, like, the first, I think, like, that was, like, the uh, preaching that I had when they told me to speak in the church was, like, about everyone's season and everyone's harvest season. I remember mm. people loved it so much. They asked, they asked me to write, write it up, everything wow. that I said. And I was, like, looking back, and I'm like, every time I speak on things, mm-hmm. it's literally words that God is like, this is the word for your yeah. life. Like, mm-hmm. this is the word for your life because I, like, he knows, like, I'm going to struggle with that thing of being, like, looking at someone else's harvest and being, like, okay, but why is, like, my ground just looking like dirt and yeah. theirs is looking like orchards? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, I'm like, God, why me? God, why me? Even when I got, I have that mentality so much that even when I'm sick, I look at people that aren't sick and I'm like, how dare they? Like, oh, <laughs> see, I'm not that bad. No, like, still, I, I just feel this thing of, like, why I have to be the one that's sick? Like, why I have to be the one right no, now, like, not yeah. feeling good and they're all healthy. But you don't what? And see, this is the things that I do, being set apart. I listen to a lot of these good podcasts that mm-hmm. pour into me, right? She said this thing that I was like, yo, this makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. A part of the victim mentality, which is that, like, oh, woe is me. God, why me? Why do I have to go on all these fasts? Why do I blah, 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 is, like, because there were times where you were a victim, but you weren't validated in that. Mm-hmm. Now, like, that's, like, you are overcompensating for that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, there were times where it's like, yeah, you might, ha- you know, God might not have been showing you mercy in that moment. But now it's like, you want to have that be your story for every single thing when it's like, no, there's a reason God has you in that season. It's not about why you, like, you have to ask God, what am I not learning, you know? So that's that's what too I try to do with myself in this season instead of being like, God, why me? Why do I have to do these things? Like, okay, clearly, girl, you got had a plethora of issues, and God is trying to no, prune the issues. That's true. So that's, that's why you exactly that's to be like, okay, God, like why? It's like 
Yeah, you weren't there to consult with him when he made you anyway. Yeah. When he ordained mm-hmm. you to be whatever, when he anointed mm-hmm. you. You you didn't have a time to consult so, with him when exactly. he made the heavens and the earth. Exactly. So that's your portion. That's what Job has to learn at yeah. the end of everything that he went through that we all look at like, this is so unfair. But at the end of the day, like, if you are surrendered under God, mm-hmm. you kind of just have to go through that thing of yeah, acceptance. For sure. Like, acceptance and have that humility to know that God if you really, better. God knows best. And if yeah. you really believe that God knows best, you're going to trust and leave in his hand. Exactly. And I think that's the thing of, like, when I really looked at it, it's like, I know that in order to walk with Christ, you have to bear your cross. Yeah. But when I really look at the scripture, it's a daily thing. Yes. And it's like, because you bore the cross yesterday, doesn't mean that you don't have to bear it today and the day after that. And sometimes it's going to feel a different, a little different. It's going to feel a little heavier today. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel a little lighter tomorrow. Like Mm -hmm. you just don't know, but every day you're going to have to surrender Mm -hmm. and pick that up. And so I really do forget about that, that like every day I really have to come to God and surrender myself. And I'm like, Oh, I surrendered yesterday. And I surrendered at church, yeah. and we sang all. I surrender all, yeah. and I spoke in tongues, <laughs> so I'm surrendered, God. But it's you're like you're using no. yesterday's anointing to carry you through today, it, exactly. And it's like every single day mm-hmm. you have to just like release that thing to God. And I think like even with being set apart, it's like to cope with that, you have to remember that God knows best, and God knows mm-hmm. why He's doing that. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a season of feeling isolated, mm-hmm. it's just like you just need that encouragement, that word to hold on, but know that that's not your story. Yeah. You know, that's it's a part of it. Mm-hmm. But really, the walk with God, you do have to carry these burdens, and some of these burdens, it does put you in a place where you're like Daniel in the lion's den, and you're by yeah. yourself, and you're like, God, I've been serving you. Yeah. How did I end up here? Yo. You know, but God has a way out. Mm-hmm. You you know, and God has a way that, you know, at the end of the day, like, he's always going to reward you, even mm-hmm. for what you don't deserve yeah. in that. And just, like, you know, prayer, man. No, honestly. <laughs> no, it's true. It's definitely true. And even the story of Job, like you said, the devil was the one that was like, you know, I'm going to test this person. And God allowed it. So it's that same mm-hmm. thing of, like, okay, initially, it wasn't something that God was, like, it wasn't God that was bringing all of those things, yeah. but there was a purpose in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So just holding on to, like you said, knowing that God knows best. God knows best. The reality of it is confronting, do you truly believe that God knows best? Mm, yeah. Do you truly believe? And, and do sometimes, you know him? And do you know him? Do you know him? Because even for me, in that struggling of like, God, why? Why me? God, why me? I start avoiding God. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, all oh, these people that's like, how do you hear from God? How do you hear from God? And I'm over here like, I'm tired of talking to me. I don't want to hear nothing else. But it's like, how um, ungrateful, you know? How ungrateful. Like, how about I go and get to know him more, speak to him more, and actually just let him know, like, yo, I'm just not jacking X, Y, and Z. But out of obedience, I'm going to surrender because I trust that you know best. And if you, if I am still struggling with that, help that part of me. You know, God, I believe, help my unbelief. That's yes. really what I just have to pray in this season of God. I don't want to pretend like I know better. And sometimes even my actions are going to more so show that I know better, better than my work. I do want my actions and my heart and my words to be in alignment with what you said and what your word says. So just help me. That's the goal. Yeah. Couple goals. Relationship goals. Child. With God. Relationship goals with God. That's true. Yes. That's true. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, when you're done here with God, tell him that I have to speak to him. 
him. I'll let him know. <laughs> I'll let him know. No, I'm like, I used to say that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let him know. Because, child. And even me, like, God, he's so good. Like, yeah. He's like, everything you're complaining about. But then if he really took it away from you, you would feel, you would feel lost without mm-hmm. him. So, you know, you just have to have that humility to be like everything. And I always remember that matter of pity. Well, it's also a verse. So, like, one day with God is better than yeah. thousand elsewhere. Yeah. It is. And sometimes you need a reminder of that. And that's why it's good to, you know, be in community. Be in community. And listen to the podcast. Listen to Facts. the VR podcast. Yeah, because we get to be... As, I be having to re-listen to these and be like, yeah, that was a word for me in this season. <laughs> in this season. No, we oh. open our mouth. We're ministering to ourselves. To ourselves, yeah. Amen. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is ministering. Yeah. With this podcast to us, and this is a part of us growing in Christ. Not because we know everything. Not mm-hmm. because we're like super Christians mm-hmm. or whatever. It's because we're on this pruning journey. Yeah. You know, and there's things that we're gonna do, and we're not always gonna get it right. Mm-hmm. But that is God just like working in us mm-hmm. and working us out as well. Right. And we're just like sharing the journey. To inspire other people to yeah live authentically in God and mm-hmm. you know well on that note what's like some parting advice like the one like a tangible thing that's what I said that though it's the daily surrendering I know it sounds like Christianese yeah <laughs> no but it's true like sometimes you cannot dilute the word of God okay period. and that's what we have to stand on as well like there's okay. a way to speak in layman's terms mm-hmm. for people that are like okay what does surrendering mean mm-hmm. surrendering means coming to God in prayer having those isolated moments with him mm-hmm. and saying God I'm struggling with this thing mm-hmm. I know that you've called me out to be different but it's hard for me because yeah. I truly it's hard for me to exist in this space like I do want to be accepted by people yeah. and let God know that like every mm-hmm. worry you have every doubt you have every fear you have don't come to God's presence and act like okay God I believe I have faith but yeah. if you're really questioning things if you're really struggling mm-hmm. with things let him know that and be like God okay I'm, I'm giving it to you so that you can take these ashes and turn them into something more yeah, yeah. and be like I cannot do this on my own God even just saying that to him every day be like, I cannot do this on my own today I need you before I walk into this office father mm-hmm. go before me because I need you I don't know how I feel ostracized I feel like mm-hmm. I'm persecuted in this office for being a Christian God just be there for me yeah that's that's what I can give that was good that was good that was better the the first line was Christianese but the rest of it oh whatever <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm standing on the word no I speak Christianese Christ. too we, we gotta speak Christianese we got to like yeah. it's, it's it's like a you know a funny kind of like slang thing that believers say but no like you said the word of god is the word of god you know we can say it in a way that's easier for people to understand but not distort what god said if this is what god said i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh uh, 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 uh. no that's what he said if you don't know what he said we we can pull it up yeah <laughs> we can pull exactly it up. and that's the amazing thing about the bible even though we still struggle with getting on one accord with that mm-hmm. but it's like we do have a president that says what god is what's on god's mind and yeah. what god thinks Yeah. Yeah. On that note, stay Stay blessed. blessed.